0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of morning news from the WPGU News Desk. Here's today's headlines on WPGU One O Seven One Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Adeline Moy. It's Tuesday, November Fourteenth, Twenty Twenty Three. In 2023, wildfire smoke from Canada hit pollution records across the Midwest. The smoke could trigger a mandatory U.S. Environmental Protection Agency crackdown on pollution that experts say could affect economic growth. Many states and the EPA are so concerned that they may exclude the smokiest days from the legally binding scorecards that determine whether the government is putting enough effort to fight pollution. In 2023, many states in the Midwest and beyond could band together to document how they were affected by the wildfires, said Zach Adelman, executive director of the Lake Michigan Air Directors Consortium. They would hold public hearings and use the joint research to create the separate applications for the EPA for exceptional event exclusions. Midwest Ozone's members, like Cleveland Cliffs and ExxonMobil, could also be affected by an EPA crackdown triggered by wildfires due to the increase in higher operating costs. The University of Illinois Springfield has received a federal grant of nearly $700,000 for law enforcement anti-bias training. The program will focus on strengthening police and community relations through problem-based learning, including topics such as bias, traumatic experiences, and how to understand and empathize with people from diverse backgrounds. It will also help people in law enforcement improve their own well-being. The grant for the program is from the Department of Justice's Community Oriented Policing Services and was secured by U.S. Senator Dick Durbin. A pilot program currently being designed by the Alliance for Experiential Problem-Based Learning hopes to train 1,500 officers by next October. Champaign Police are requesting to extend the use of license plate readers through a five-year contract with the automated license plate reader company, Flock Group. According to Deputy Police Chief Kevin Olmsted, the readers are used to identify license plates for things such as stolen vehicles, wanted suspects, missing persons, and Amber Alerts. In the first 15 months the city's 46 readers were in use, they provided results that led to arrests, recovered property, and leads in investigations for five homicides, two kidnapping cases, four robbery investigations, and more. With the current contract, the city is paying $2,500 per reader, but unless the city signs the five-year contract by the end of this year, that price will go up to $3,000 per reader. If the city signs, it will save a total of $115,000 over five years, Olmsted said. In addition to the license plate readers, police will be also asking the council to approve the use of safety cameras that will be installed to cover 18 major intersections in Champaign. Since the license plate readers are single-direction units, one safety camera would eliminate the need for four readers at one intersection. Overall, a five-year contract with Flock and the installation of the public safety program would result in $233,500 in one-time costs and $241,890 in annual recurring costs, according to Olmsted's memo. According to a lawsuit filed by the American Civil Liberties Union in June, the Illinois Youth Lockup is no place for children. Alongside this, an analysis of documents from ProPublica and Capitol News Illinois review that children and youth detention centers in the state are subject to troubling conditions. Reports show that in these facilities, the youth are mistreated by officers through means of tasing and being forced into isolation for days. They have also been denied access to mental health treatment. In the Franklin County Juvenile Detention Center, the conditions for incarcerated youth are even worse. Kids in the facility were found to be forced into solitary confinement, forced to have lights on, and live in cells that are extremely dirty. An incident occurred at the detention center where a boy's arm was broken by an officer. Instead of being transported to the hospital immediately, the boy claims he was kept in handcuffs in a cell for two hours before being taken to the hospital. Because of state laws, current facilities that break rules on the maintenance of the cells and the detention centers cannot be mandated by the Illinois Department of Juvenile Justice. The reports are instead sent to the county detention facilities where staff and judges are not obligated to respond. A study by Forbes ranked Illinois 29th in the country in healthcare. This study was measured in four different categories, healthcare access, healthcare outcomes, healthcare cost, and quality hospital care. They give a ranking for each category, and each is measured on a scale of 0 to 100, with 100 being the worst. The study then averages these total scores and ranks each state accordingly. The overall scores found that Illinois scored a 46.98 out of 100. Minnesota was ranked best overall healthcare in the country, and Georgia was found to have the worst. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Laili Nazarova, Adeline Moy, Emily Huffman, Nick Rocho, and Kate Morris. Our deputy news directors are Alyssa Eaton and Caitlin Devitt, and our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPGU News, I'm Adeline Moy.